0: So I'm Simon Scholes, as I've already said, I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. Now we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media. Now this could be video, could be animations, aerial work, visual, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and not every business necessarily had the budget to have regular content created. So how could I help them create content on a regular basis? Because you've got all these small businesses who understand being consistent on social media is really important, but they can't afford to pay an agency to do it for them. So I sat down and I came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And basically what I did was turn that into a book, which people downloaded. It went to number one on Amazon, which is really cool. Thank you very much for that. And Although that's not always something to shout about, but it's pretty cool. And you can still get a hold of a copy of it right now in the section below. I think it's like 99p. And it takes you through everything from planning your marketing through to podcasting and everything else that goes on in between as well. And the idea of it is to help you start creating content that doesn't take you a long time to create the social media podcast with Simon Scholes tips, hints and great Great content ideas. ideas. Everything that I talk about is generally digital media. It's all about social media. It's about websites. It's a little bit about getting people into a funnel. I'm not a big fan of funnels, but a little bit of funnel marketing. Um, I talk a lot, obviously, a lot about visuals and video and all that kind of stuff. However, there is a time and a place where it's well worth going back to traditional marketing. That's what my background was. When I studied at university and did marketing as part of my degree, my degree included traditional marketing methods because things like digital didn't even exist back then. Websites did, but everything else... Facebook, Snapchats, TikToks of the world, they didn't exist. Even MySpace didn't exist when I was back at university. Yahoo forums were kind of the place to be hanging out. And maybe um, back then it was like MSM chat. Uh, It was like you could go online and chat to people in different rooms and stuff. Those were the forms of social media back then. So that didn't even exist. So when I studied it, it was all about print and newspapers, and billboards, and all those kind of things, and snail mail, traditional mailer kind of stuff, putting things into newspapers, or actually mailing people specifically. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Because today is the Power of Mail Day, I want to talk to you about posting stuff to your audience, posting stuff to your customers. Because... If you've gone around it the right way, you will have your customers' addresses. Obviously, you've gone and done work for them, and you've done work for them and invoiced them, so you'll have their postal address. Right now, during this really difficult time, coming up with something really creative that you could send people to market with, (laughs) nearly had a little visitor, something that you could send to people that you could market with is a really powerful tool. And the thing is, is everybody's so used to these days, picking this up and going through the phone and scrolling through stuff and maybe interacting with some content now and again. But how nice is it to get something in the post? How cool is it to get that little parcel? Suddenly the doorbell goes, you get up, you go and answer the door and they give you a little parcel and you're like, what's this? I didn't order anything from Amazon. What could it be? And then you open it up and you're like, I have no idea what this could be. Oh my word. So-and-so sent me a battery for my camera how cool is that? Thank you very much. And so that kind of thing is a really, really powerful tool right now. So if you've got lots of customers or potential customers, people you'd like to do business with, and you know where they're based, maybe you know their address, then now is the time to maybe think about snail mail, thinking about something creative that you could send to people. And there are lots of businesses out there that will help you come up with ideas as gifts, but you've got to think outside the box. Is it worth just sending sweets? Probably not. But is it worth sending something that's going to help people through the the lockdown, maybe, or what have you? Maybe all these people who are working from home, what's the one thing that you want more of when you're working from home? Maybe it's a pamper kit or something simple that you can help people with. I don't know. Maybe a back cushion so they can put it into their chair and give themselves better posture. All those kind of things you could think about right now And then what could you send to your customers? And you could have tiered versions of it. You could go, right, okay, the customers who have done a lot of work with me, I'll send them this. The people who haven't done a lot with me, maybe send them that. They're not going to know any different. They're just going to be really appreciative of getting something really cool through the post from you that is a gift that shows that you're thinking about them, you're understanding they're in the same situation that you're in at the moment. It's a weird situation right now when people are struggling And So, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, they would appreciate that little something through the post. I don't know what you think, but maybe it's something that you can start thinking about. Digital is amazing, don't get me wrong, and and I'm always going to be passionate about social media, about videos, about what is possible for you with websites and all that kind of stuff. But there are times and places where going back to traditional marketing is well worth it. Look at how powerful some of the print marketing that's been recently. And I spoke about this a little while ago. There was Dracula, the BBC TV show. They created some print marketing, which was um, a, a big billboard, and it had steaks put into the billboard. And the steaks kind of just looked like steaks with bits of drub- blood dripping down from them. And when I say steaks, I don't mean the meat ones. I mean big wooden pikes that you would kill Dracula with. And they were there. But as the sun set, the shadows from those the spikes turned into a shadow of Dracula. And there's some really cool time lapses that you can go and take a look at on YouTube of this. There's so much you could do with your print marketing that could essentially help you go viral on social media, but you've used the medium of print. So think really carefully about it. What could you send to your audience that's going to get them thinking about you and what it is that you do for a brand as in a business, but it's maybe going to relieve a pain point that they're going through at the moment as well, because there's a lot of pains going on at the moment. We don't know whether we're going to go to a second lockdown in the UK or not. A lot of people still working from home, even those who aren't working from home. What could you do to help them where they are? Have a good think about it. When you come off the back end of this this live broadcast, think about what you could do for your audience, what you could do to help them, what you could do to give them something a little bit different. In the meantime, though, uh, we're going to finish there on that bit. I want you to uh, think about that. But anyway, if you've got any questions at all about snail mail, what you could do, maybe you want a little bit of a brainstorm between everybody who's watching to come up with ideas for you, stick a question into the comments. Just say who you are, where you are, Maybe what business you are, we can try and help you come up with some snail mail ideas. Or if you've got any questions about social media or video, stick them into the questions, into the comments. I'll do my best to answer all of them before we finish tonight whatever platform you are watching on and while we're waiting though i have some that came through on twitter and email over the last couple of days Uh, the first one came through from graham on twitter who was asking the other day uh, which one channel on social media should i choose to use graham 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 you are obviously new to my content one channel There isn't one specific answer for you. The reason being, Graham, is that you have to understand who your avatar is. If you don't know what an avatar is, an avatar is essentially who your ideal client is. My hair is horrendous. Who your ideal client is. Who is the person who you are aiming your brand at? Once you know who you're aiming your brand at, then there's a better chance of you understanding where they're hanging out. Then there's a better chance of you understanding what kind of content they're likely to enjoy seeing. And then there's a better chance of you creating that content and them interacting with it. But until you know who your avatar is, you have no idea where they're hanging out. So for me to say the one channel you should be using is X would be really, really foolish of me. Now, for me, as a B2B business, the one channel I put most of my effort into is LinkedIn. But then I make sure I put effort into all the other channels as well. But I put about 70 to 80% of my chance of my effort into LinkedIn and then make sure that I'm putting the rest of my effort into YouTube, into Snapchat, into TikTok, into Instagram, into Instagram stories, into Reels, all sorts, everywhere. I try to make sure I'm creating content to remove friction for everybody, podcasting, blogs, all of it, because... No matter where your audience is specifically hanging out, there is still that potential of your audience also being somewhere else as well. And if you can remove the friction for those people, because if they're on TikTok, they're not going to leave TikTok to come and consume your content on LinkedIn and vice versa. So why wouldn't you just put some content out on the, on TikTok as well? Even if it's stuff you've created specifically for LinkedIn, don't get me wrong, it's so much better if you can sit down and create specific content for each channel. But as a small business, do you have time to do that? Do you hell? So take the content you're creating for your specific channel and spread it about. Let other people consume it on other channels. It might not be perfect for those channels, but it is still better than not communicating at all. Now, if your content's full of swearing, then it's best to look at the channels that might not have an issue with that and then think, right, okay, LinkedIn probably won't take that too well and maybe you get put in LinkedIn jail or people complain or just not want to consume my content. Beep out you swearing, edit it out, whatever it might be, and then put it onto platforms like that. Yes, it's better to create specific content, but we just don't have the time to do that. We don't, none of us do. Not until you get to a certain stage where you have other people delivering for you and then you can do that. Or you are delivering and you have a team who is creating the content for you and then you're posting it. Then you're in a position where you can get away with doing that kind of thing and having specific content for each channel. But until then, right now, you're better off communicating than not actually talking to anybody at all. Okay, uh, let's have a quick look. Um, Ed's been cheeky saying, who gave me my haircut, Edward Scissorhands. Actually, if you remember the film, He was a really good hairdresser. So what you're saying now, Ed, is actually my hair is coiffured to pristine perfection. Thank you very much. Um, Okay, next question. We had this one asked the other day, actually, as well. Uh, Jennifer has said, I've seen a bunch of online courses. Should I give them a try to grow my Instagram? No. No, 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 no. There is no magic pill for anything. And that's all these courses are selling. They are selling you this wondrous pill that is going to give you instant results. There is nothing that's going to give you instant results. Trust me, there's no course. There's no wonder drug. Doesn't matter how big the creator is. It could be Tony Robbins. It could be Grant Cardone. They're huge. They're multimillionaires. They're billionaires. But there's a reason for it. Because people keep buying their courses where they're promising them the world. You're not going to get the magic pill from anybody. The magic pill is hard work. It's going to take hard work. Yes, you could go to people to learn new aspects, but there's no way you're going to sit down with Grant Cardone and he's, specifically, and then he's not going to sit down and go, right, okay, let's have a look at your social media and then give you a full insight onto what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. They expect you to go and learn that stuff yourself, and that's what you've got to do. So, no, don't waste your money on any courses. Keep your money. Pay yourself some money so you can afford to live for the next 6, 8, 10 weeks and go away and learn what it is that you want to do the course on. You've said Instagram, so go away and learn Instagram. Download ebooks like I give away for free, 19 Instagram growth tips. Go and download loads of free content. Go and watch free videos. Go and watch um, free stuff on TikTok and Instagram, for example, as well. And go download free blogs and get involved in different forums where people are talking about Instagram and the algorithm changing and stuff like that. Go and learn from people who are actually doing it and not necessarily trying to make money out of it. Don't spend the money that you don't need to be spending. The information you need is out there for free. Now, somebody might be able to say, download my book for five quid and everything that you need is right here. Five quid, fine, whatever. What I'm talking about is these big stupid courses where they're advertising, trying to get you involved, and it's gonna cost you thousands of pounds. If there's somebody you wanna go and watch who talks about what he calls entrepreneurs on a regular basis is a guy called Mike Winnett. I will put a link to his content in the section below when I finish. And his content is absolutely fantastic. Go and check him out on YouTube. He's all over the place, but his YouTube content is absolutely brilliant. And it's all about these people who will try to con you into spending money with them because we're all after this fast-track millionaire kind of thing. And it's just not necessarily available. You've got to put the hard work in. And if you're not willing to put the hard work in and you don't have the talent in the first place, you're literally screwed. So trust me, go and watch him. But no, don't spend the money. Go and do the hard work yourself. It's there. There is no magic pill. Um, As uh, Here we go. And as Patrick Anderson says, luck or extremely hard work, and most of the time both is a magic pill. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of luck involved as well. Sometimes it's... um, a case of speaking to somebody that you know, which I did, and the next day I was literally filming on a project for Mountain Dew. Just pure luck. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, There's other people who I've known who are huge in the YouTube world, and they put it down completely to good luck of the fact that somebody saw their content, spread it out with everybody else to see, and basically that gave them a lot of subscribers, and they were in a position then to keep building on that. So, yeah, luck does play a part, but extremely hard work is probably the big one. Even with that element of luck, you've got to put the hard work to take that element of luck and run with it. Because just getting your piece of content shown to a big audience once doesn't automatically give you a big audience. What it does is it gives you a slightly bigger audience to then keep creating content in the hope that those people will then go, this guy or this girl is absolutely brilliant. I'm going to keep sharing their content to all my friends. And then you keep growing. So yeah, there's always an element of luck, but hard work is definitely there as well. Uh, Bye to Ed, who is uh, off now. Thank you very much for watching. Have a good weekend yourself as well. And uh, hello to uh, Nishi, who is tuned in at the moment. Thank you very much for joining us, Nishi. Uh, Great job, Simon. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Uh, For those of you who are new to the stream right now, uh, don't forget you can stick your questions about social media, about video, about snail mail, which was tonight's subject matter into the comments on whatever platform you're watching and I'll do my best to answer as many of your questions as I can before I finish tonight. I've got one last question to go through and so if any more questions come in, awesome. Um, James is asking the question, uh, what is the best camera for me to start with to create content? Okay, you might not like the answer to this but you don't need to spend any money. Oh, I needed a drink there. Okay, so you don't need to spend money you have this thing in your back pocket right now. It is probably the most powerful tool that you will ever hold in your hand. Literally. Um, It's so powerful. It's a global distribution tool, which saves you an absolute small fortune. Because back in the day when I was studying university, to be able to talk to the world with a message, a single message, would have cost you hundreds of thousands of pounds. Now you type it, you press go, and it's posted to the world on Facebook or on Twitter or on LinkedIn, or you record a video and it's on TikTok. It's an amazing and amazing tool. And no matter how crappy the camera necessarily is on your particular phone, all good. Basically take hold of it, press record and start talking to the camera. That is your camera. That is the one you want to start with start recording with your phone everybody's got a phone in their back pocket um and that's what i would recommend using because you can then then use this to post that content you could use this to edit that content you could edit the, that content into two minute pieces so you could put those on twitter you could edit it into one minute pieces so you could put it onto instagram there's so much you could do with the phone that you just don't need another tool to start with. It's nice to have a laptop. It's nice to have a microphone. It's nice to have a a ring light over me so that I don't look like I'm sat in pitch blackness. But those aren't essential things necessarily. What's essential is the value you've got to give. So start using your phone. Start using that as your camera. Then when you get to a stage where you feel like you're doing it on a regular basis, you feel like you're going to keep doing it, then, yeah, spend a bit of money, maybe a couple of hundred quid and buy a secondhand Canon G7X off eBay or something like that, which you could do quite easily. And then they're a great camera. Um, or you could go a little bit of a level up and look at a DSLR and maybe get a, a secondhand Canon 600D, which will probably, again, cost you about three or four hundred pound. Not going to break the bank. And then you could use that to create content. But you don't need to spend a fortune to be creating content you've got the best tool you need in your back pocket so make good use of it okay let's have a look see if we've got any more questions coming through uh nothing but we do have sandy saying hello so hello to sandy as well who's joined us on twitch thank you very much for watching uh right in that case i'm going to go off and enjoy my weekend um and go and find out what on earth is going through there with all the noise that's coming from that other bedroom anyway uh thanks ever so much for watching as always if you're brand new please do hit the subscribe button whatever platform you're watching on if you're not already subscribed if you're listening to the podcast stick a review on iTunes. It would really help this podcast and the community grow on there as well, which would be amazing. Don't forget next week, live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. On Wednesday, it's interview day. And on Wednesday, I'm chatting to YouTube expert, Alan Spicer. He's back again for a second innings, and we're going to have a chat with him all about the back end side of things of YouTube. So last time we talked about thumbnails and we talked about the description and and the content that goes into that and your meta tags next time we're going to talk about all the stuff behind the scenes and live videos and answer your questions as well so get them in right now if you've got any questions let's see what your questions are and we'll do our best to answer all of those on wednesday but until then thanks ever so much for watching have a fantastic weekend stay safe we're still living in a very strange situation right now and um yeah have a good one I'll see you on Monday. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.